the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. Rejoice in the Lord. I can't rejoice in some of the things that are going on in my life, and certainly you can't either. But we can rejoice in the Lord because the Lord is with us. The Lord has saved us. The Lord never will leave us nor forsake us. What a wonderful Lord and Savior and God that He is. Learning how to cope with life by rejoicing in the Lord can be a powerful way to find peace and comfort, even during difficult times. Pastor Morris is here. He's going to take us to Philippians chapter 4 to reveal how the Apostle Paul cultivated a mindset of rejoicing in the Lord. Learning to lean. That means we're learning how to cope and make it in this life. You know, this life can be rather cruel. It can be difficult. You know what I'm talking about. You've been around long enough to know how cruel and difficult it is. But we're learning. We're Studying the word, we're praying, we're coming to church, we're learning that the Holy Spirit is teaching us, and he's going to do something very, very spectacular this morning. As we look to him, believe in him, receive, (coughs) we think of this world, and I'm not going to dwell on this, but the, the, the problems and the conflict, and the difficulty. I've been praying for some time, for a long time. Uh, Lord, particularly the grace at the meal, uh, God help the people of God who do not have food. God help the people in, in Ukraine who are without nourishment, without food. God helped them. And then I heard, hey, a deal came forth. Uh, food's going to go in. Grain's going in. And I began to thank God and praise the Lord. And if the Russians didn't turn right around and bobbed, bomb the, the port that it was supposed to come in. I mean, it, I mean, what can you believe in in this world? Friend, don't get too caught up. You're just, we're just too busy with worldly things. But it's the Spirit of God it will give us strength and will help us. I mean, world conflict, a national disaster, uh, this climate that we're in, uh, people are dying because of the heat. I mean, if it isn't one thing, it's a dozen other things. And they're all beginning to stack up and, and pile up together. Uh, I wonder what people who do not know the Lord, what do they do? In a world like this, our citizenship is in heaven. We are people of another world. We are redeemed. Somebody say, praise the Lord. (laughs) God has saved us. Not because we are worthy or done anything, 
But I'll tell you, we are taking it too easy as Christians. We are just too comfortable as Christians. We sort of do it according to our feelings, whether pray, go to church, read the word. Uh, Friend, let's get real serious about our walk with Jesus. I'll tell you, he was pretty serious when he came down here and he walked on this earth for us. What a savior he is. And then coupled with all this going on in the world are personal hardships. I obviously don't know about yours and you know very little about mine, but it's just hardship wherever you look, unless you look up. Did you hear me? Unless you look up. Some of you I know are looking up today and the blessing of God is going to come to you because you're looking in the right direction. You're looking up, you're looking to the Lord. But it's learning to cope. Learning to cope. But the scripture says not only to cope, but to rejoice in situations like we're in. To rejoice. To give thanks to the Lord. And worship him. I'll confess to you, sometimes I'm encouraged. And sometimes not so much. It's not altogether easy for anybody to live in this world. It wasn't easy for Jesus to live in this world. I mean, they killed him. We're still alive. But let us be alive in the Lord and in his might and in his power. But not only do we, we, we go into these very difficult situations but we are to rejoice in these difficult situations. Now, when I hear a lecture, I'm there to hear it, if I choose to be there to hear it, and I, I want to be there, so I go and I hear it. But when I see somebody do the lecture, get out there and do what you're telling me, then I can see it modeled. I, I want to see... Christianity alive, active, and we have examples. And one of them today we have is the Apostle Paul. Paul rejoiced. He said in verse 10, listen to this, I greatly rejoice. Now notice what he said, I greatly rejoice. That means I rejoice immensely. I rejoice with overflowing joy. That's what the word greatly means. I rejoice with with a a gusher. It's it's not just a little trickle. You know, do I get up? Do I feel like praying and going to church? Am I too tired? You know, we don't go out and do all that kind of talking. But look, who's here today? You're here. And you're going to get the blessing. We're in Father's house, seated at Father's table. And he has a banquet prepared for us, our God. I rejoice greatly. And where, listen, where was Paul rejoicing? In jail. And look where I am today, in a beautiful sanctuary. Rejoicing in jail, in prison. Now, I I thought about him being, and and he's my model, I'm, I'm following him. I thought about him being in jail. I thought, well, I would 
I would rejoice when I get out of jail, not while I'm still in jail. Maybe he was waiting on the apostle Peter to come and go his bail. No, he didn't wait. He started rejoicing. And he said, it's just not a little bit of rejoicing. I've got, Paul is saying, I have so much to be thankful for. I'm going to rejoice immensely. I'm going to rejoice greatly. Come on, Paul. Tell me how to do it. Show me how to do it. And he went in prison and he did it. Listen to what he says in 2 Corinthians 4. He said, we are hard pressed. He's not sugarcoating anything. It's just out there in plain vanilla. He said, we are hard-pressed on every side. Every direction I look in, there's a problem, there's trouble. On every side. He said, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Hey, friend, (laughs) here's a man that's showing us the way and how to do it because he had the spirit in his heart and we have the spirit in our hearts and he's going to help us. The Lord Jesus is. Think about it. Here he is chained up in prison. I rejoice greatly in the Lord. Here he is. Hunger and want. I rejoice greatly in the Lord. Here he is, trouble and need. I rejoice greatly in the Lord. Friend, what's your problem today? Rejoice greatly in the Lord. Okay? (laughs) Rejoice greatly in the Lord. And everyone says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord. There is blessing for the people of God. So here we are called upon to cope in this troublesome world that we're in and we're also called upon to rejoice even in life particularly to rejoice always <clears throat> now here's here's the source here's Paul's secret here's your secret in the Lord can everybody say in the Lord, in the Lord. rejoice in the Lord I can't rejoice in Some of the things that are going on in my life, and certainly you can't either. But we can rejoice in the Lord because the Lord is with us. The Lord has saved us. The Lord never will leave us nor forsake us. What a wonderful Lord and Savior and God that he is. Jesus said these words. He said, the Father is in me and I am in the Father. In. I'm in Christ. I'm not going to complain that I'm in trouble. I'm in the Lord who heals and delivers from all trouble. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, you can now access audio versions of The Healing Word anytime by going to oneplace.com and searching for The Healing Word. Video versions of the messages are available at lightsource.com. So why not go there today and receive your blessing? Again, that's oneplace.com and lightsource.com and search for The Healing Word. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Here's the thing that we need to do. (laughs) 
we need to remember who we are. We need to remember that once we were lost in sin, a child of the enemy, a child of him who is the father of all lies, but today we're the, in Christ and we're the cherished. Listen, you are the cherished children of God. And I think when next time we pray, we need to, and that should be just in a few minutes right now, to say it out loud to him, Lord, thank you for cherishing me. I'm a cherished child of God. I'm a child of the father of compassion. Friend, come on, you need to think of some words and change your, and say those words and experience the freshness of prayer. The father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles. Now, I'm not going to ask for a raising of hands, but I would imagine most of us today could raise our hands and say there's trouble. But God comforts us in all our troubles. Now, the word comfort, listen to this. How does he comfort? I wish I could come down there and just take a mic and go, how does God comfort you? How? What would I say? What would you say? Well, the word comfort means, simply means relationship. You have a relationship. I have a relationship with God. And that's how he comforts us. He comes near us. He's with us. He comforts us, our Savior and our God. There was a thunderstorm one night, much like we had last week. Uh, and this little girl was a baby five, she's maybe six years old. And I mean, the lightning would strike and it just, the windows would just rattle and she couldn't go to sleep. She was frightened. She was scared. She put her head under the covers and they just kept right on lightning. And she got out of bed in the middle of the night and walked into her mother's room and uh, stood by the mother's bed, just walked over and never said a word, just walked over and just stood there and I guess the mother intuited that somebody was there. The mother opened her eyes, and there stood that little girl. The mother never said a word. The little girl never said a word. What did the mother do? Threw back the covers. The little girl just jumped in bed, threw the covers over. The little girl just snuggled up to her mother. Let it storm. (laughs) She was okay. She was in a relationship. It's always okay when you're with the Lord, and you know he is with you. Now, this, this did not comfort the little girl. She was in this room. Her mother was in that room. She knew her mother was over there. Friend, you know God's at the throne of grace. But do you know he's holding your hand and is with you? The little girl, not knowing that the mother, they're in the same house. One room here and one room there. I know God loves me, but are you and I truly experiencing it? And when that little girl left that her room and got over to mother's room, then the blessing came and the little girl was comforted. So it is God in a relationship, a relationship. It's you in a relationship, you and God together. Now, that's how Paul could do it. In the prison he was in, locked up. He wasn't waiting for the Apostle Peter to come and go his bail 
in prison or out of prison, it mattered not. He's going to rejoice. And he said, it's not just a little trickle of rejoicing. It is a great rejoicing. I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. And the other source of his blessing was the church. It's like my friend said to me one time, I was talking to her relative, and she said, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. Well, I don't know about that. I just don't know about that. It's the church that is a guardian of the word of God. It is the church that is a guardian of prayer. Without the church, I wouldn't know the word. The church is being built by Jesus And I can't take the church lightly. He said, I will build my church. It's his church. And I've got to get serious about church. Hey, I am the church. You are the church. I can't just live by myself. I have to live spiritually with God's people. And God's people lives with me. And I have fellowship divine. What a fellowship. What a joy divine. You see... The church, let me, let me read this to you. I'm, I'm going to turn over to Philippians chapter 4, uh, verse 1. Let me, let me find it. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love. Listen to this. You whom I love. Oh, Paul, you're, you're just putting me on. Do you really love me? You whom I love and long for. I long to be with you. I I long for the people of God. I draw strength from the fellowship. This, that's what he's saying. Whom I love and long for, my joy and crown. You're my joy. You're my crown. That is how you should stand firm in the Lord, my dear friends. That's how we should think of each other, as our joy, as our crown, as the people of God, and that I'm the people of God. The church is the guardian. You see, the church was born in the wounds of Christ. The song says, see from his head, his hands and feet, joy, sorrow, and love flow mingled down. No, I I just can't take and leave what he died for, nailed for, pierced for. No, I can't do that. The church is the apex of his living, even to this, this very day. Paul's joy was in the church. Charles, Paul's joy was in remembering his identity. I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. You know, I'm somebody. I'm a child of the king. A child of the king. His royal blood now flows in my veins. I'm part of him. He is part of me. Now, the church gave Paul a gift. I talked about that several weeks ago, how the church would send food to him. Uh, He was without food. It would send his coat to him because he was cold. Uh, They they did all that they could do to help him and to encourage him. And Paul was grateful. And in response to that, he is writing back 
And the book of Philippians is a thank you note to his joy and to his crown. The Philippian church. He sent this back to them. And he said this, Paul said, I'm not rejoicing, I'm thankful for what you have done, but the gift that you sent, my coat, the parchments, and the food, I thank you for that, but I'm not rejoicing in that. I'm rejoicing that you love me and that I love you, and God loves all of us, and all of us together love the Lord. We know in whom we have believed. And he said, that that you have sent to me, he said, God's going to credit that to your account. God has a ledger in heaven and he sees everything we say and do. And he said, I'm going to credit, God's going to credit that to your account. That's laying up treasure in heaven. The church. Look at that scripture again. Look at it. Read it in unison. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord. In this way, dear friends, wow, my joy and my crown. This is what he is saying. What a savior. I think of Patricia Robertson, who just the funeral, was it this week? Yeah. I'm I'm losing some of the, the track of time right now. But what a dear Christian lady she was. I, I thank God for her. And I thank God for all of you. Not only did she send cards to Corinne and me, but you send cards to us too. And I, I thank every one of you for your prayers and for the cards, for the recognition. You're my joy and crown. I hope I'm your joy and Corinne's your joy and crown also. You can't ignore your joy and crown, can you? <laughs> Did the Queen of England ignore her palace, ignore her crown? No, of course not. No, neither can the children of God, if we are truly children of God with the Spirit of God within us. And I, I, what I remember about her uh, is that we had a moon, moon bounce. We had a, a Sunday school picnic down here on at the pavilion. And we're going to have Sunday school picnics again. And they're coming. We're going to do some great things, some wonderful things. But we're doing some great and wonderful things right now. And uh, there's the moon bounce, and a lot of the kids were up there jumping, and it looked like fun. So I crawled up in there with those bunch of kids, and I started bouncing. And she saw me. She was down under the pavilion, and she come a- walking up that hill, and with power and authority in her voice, Pastor Morris, you get out of there. (laughs) She said, you're going to hurt yourself and then not be able to preach. She said, get out of there. And then she took my picture in there. (laughs) But she told me just a couple of three or four weeks ago, she said it was in the wintertime and the snow had come down and it was deep. And I believe it was her father's memorial service. She said, I couldn't get out get in my car and and drive out of the parking lot. She said, the snow was so deep. But somehow, the Largo Community Church men heard about her situation, and they got in their cars, and they went down to the upper Marlboro, and they shoveled and shoveled and shoveled until they shoveled her out. 
I have seen Christianity in action here at the Largo Community Church. And Paul saw it in action from the church he founded, the Church of Philippi. Friend, this is your day. Let's bow before him. You can find peace and comfort even during difficult circumstances by cultivating a mindset of rejoicing in the Lord. It takes practice and effort, but the rewards are worth it. The Healing Word Ministry team is here for you. If you need prayer or want to send a praise report, email us at contact us at thehealingwordministries.org. Our pastoral staff will take your message to God and will rejoice over the victory that is yours in Christ Jesus. That email address again is contactus at thehealingwordministries.org. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.